0: Hello, my name is Rick Pearson. Welcome to Prophecy USA, a program specifically designed to unveil the hidden mystery of America's role in Bible prophecy. Have you ever wondered why there's such diversity of opinion in America's culture and so much hostility in expressing one's opinions? God's not surprised because people are doing exactly what the Bible said they would do in this great nation that we call the United States of America. So stay tuned. You'll be amazed at how accurate Bible prophecy is. Welcome back, folks. You know, today we're going to discuss a dramatic change that happens in the seventh of eight kingdoms prophesied to rise and fall in Scripture. In the past weeks, we've highlighted 10 descriptions of the seventh kingdom, called Babylon the Great, who will rise and fall before the eighth kingdom, or the new world order beast system, comes into power. Now, currently, the only nation that meets all these descriptions of the seventh nation is the United States of America. We also learn that due to the covenant that the founding fathers of America made with God within her constitution, It has invoked God's blessings upon America. She's become the richest, most powerful, most educated, and technically advanced nation in the history of mankind. Her education system, her judicial system, her government structure were all founded upon Judeo-Christian principles. And this was all prophesied in scripture to take place. However, after experiencing the greatest technological and material blessings of any nation, In the history of the world, the Bible says that the seventh kingdom, Babylon the Great, would fall away from the biblical tenets that made her great. The falling does not happen overnight, but something begins happening within Babylon that drastically changes her covenant relationship with God. Now, from the very beginning of our broadcasting, Prophecy USA has warned you of that falling away. Today, we have drag queen story time woke LGBT pronouns of he, they, them, and their. We're being told that men can have babies. The Sound of Freedom movie has exposed the $150 billion global human trafficking of children for the sexual pleasure of adults. And the US laws that were once based on Judeo-Christian protocol have changed by progressives from in God we trust to in government we trust. If you followed our programs and read our books, we have not led from behind by explaining events after they happened. We warned you in advance of the World Economic Forum, the United Nations 2030 Agenda, and the strategy of the globalists well before any of the books recently written are trying to expose now. And how did we know so far in advance all that was coming? It's very simple. We cast down the vain imaginations of traditional theology. We shunned the fake news prophesied by false prophets. And we allowed the same Holy Spirit who wrote the scriptures to release progressive revelation knowledge of the scriptures and unveil to us in this generation America's role in Bible prophecy. So let him who has ears hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to this great nation that we call the United States of America. Listen to this, we'll be right back.
1: The Bible tells us that in 2 Timothy, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. Romans 15 verse 4 says for whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction in previous episodes we have discussed the fall of lucifer from heaven before man was created current evangelical theology believes that satan is still an adversary today opposing anything and anyone who would follow after the ordinances of the father jesus taught his disciples the devil comes to steal kill and destroy but i have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. In historical Babylon of 602 BC, King Nebuchadnezzar fell into the same trap as Lucifer when after being empowered by God to build the great city of Babylon, he said, Is not this great Babylon which I have built by my mighty power as a royal residence and for the glory of my majesty? But while the word was in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O King Nebuchadnezzar, the kingdom is departed from you. Scripture says at that same hour, Nebuchadnezzar fell mentally ill with a rare clinical illness psychiatrists call bone Scripture says they drove him from his dwelling and they made him eat grass like a beast for a period of seven years. The Bible says even Nebuchadnezzar's hair grew as eagle's feathers and his nails like bird's claws. Although this happened in ancient Babylon of 600 BC, according to scripture, many people within the seventh nation would follow the example of King Nebuchadnezzar. People would begin to take God out of the equation of their lives and believe the lie that their wealth and prosperity was created by their own wisdom and intelligence. Concerning Babylon the Great of Latter Days, Scripture says, Thy wisdom and thy knowledge, it hath perverted thee, and thou hast said in thine heart, I am, and none else beside me. Sit thou silent, and get thee into darkness, O daughter of Chaldeans, for thou shalt no more be called thy lady of kingdoms. Fallen is Babylon the Great, for she has become the habitation of demons, a hold of every foul, unclean spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. It would appear from these scriptures that the same principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness that overtook ancient Babylon would find their way into Babylon the Great of the latter days. According to scripture, once Babylon the Great is removed, they will be given a seven-year period on earth with the beast, the eighth kingdom, to rule as they choose, and it will be the darkest time of mankind's existence. However, before that happens, they will first appear in Babylon the Great, and it will be obvious to those who understand the signs of the time."
0: Welcome back, folks. You know, we're talking today about the falling away of the seventh of eight kingdoms that scripture says will be raised up by God. Her name is Babylon the Great. And we've established in previous programs the only nation that meets her description is the United States of America. There is nothing new under the sun. Spanish philosopher once coined the phrase, what we refuse to learn from history, we're doomed to repeat it. And we just learned how ancient Babylon fell because King Nebuchadnezzar's arrogant pride refused to acknowledge that God was the reason for his nation's wealth and blessings. You know, I heard a story once of a young atheist who was debating his university professor about the existence of God. In frustration, the professor asked the student, out of all history in the world, do you think you know 10%? Maybe, said the young student. Okay, said the professor, out of all the science in the world, do you know 10%? Maybe, said the young man, okay, out of all the science, physics, biology, and mathematics, and history in the world, do you know 10%? No, said the young man, that would be impossible. Fine, said the professor, let's say that you did know 10% of all knowledge. Is it possible? Just possible that in the 90% of knowledge you don't know a higher power exists. Now the audience clapped while the young man got very angry. He said, that's ridiculous. Okay, let's make it simple, said the professor. Have you ever met my parents? The young man said, no I've not. But what has that got to do with this conversation? Well, said the professor, just because you've never met my parents, why should I deny their existence the truth of the matter is this my parents don't exist in your world but they're alive and well in mine you know the prophet said my people perish for lack of knowledge and because you have rejected knowledge I God will also reject thee. Isaiah also said therefore my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge The prophets here are emphasizing the knowledge of God. Paul said, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Romans says the carnal mind is at enmity with God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Now when a person or a nation takes the knowledge of God out of their library of wisdom, disaster is inevitable, especially if that nation was founded upon a covenant with God. For to whom much is given, much is required. And we all know that pride goeth before a fall, and a haughty spirit before destruction. Paul warned us that knowledge puffeth. Now narcissism and pride are deadly diseases, It puffs up a person to think they know everything. And it is the strangest of diseases because it makes everyone else in the room sick to their stomach except the person who's full of it. When people mock, scoff, and ridicule things they know nothing about, it reveals the narcissistic pride that controls them. Only a fool has said in his heart there is no God. Now, the three groups of people listening to this broadcast, there may be some who have no belief whatsoever in a higher power. They are an atheist. There's others who honestly don't know whether God exists. You're an agnostic. And then there are those of you who at some time in your life have called out to God and you've heard that still small voice. He knows you and you know him. He speaks to your heart through your conscience. You hear his voice in Bible reading, sermons, in teachings, and you have no doubt whatsoever that he exists. You are a believer. And as a believer, many times people don't understand the knowledge which you have been given. It's like the little boy who was flying a kite and he let it go high into the clouds. An elderly gentleman walked by and said, what are you doing, son? And the boy said, I'm flying a kite, sir. And the man looked up and said, well, I don't see any kite. Oh, it's there, sir, I can assure you. Well, how do you know it's there, said the old man. And the young boy said, because I can feel the tug. You know, there is a battle raging today over the soul of America. Agnostics and atheists believe the battle is between socialism and capitalism or Democrats and Republicans. But to those who have felt that tug within your heart, we believers know that the battle is whether America stays in covenant with God or whether she walks away from being one nation under God. If she continues to walk away from God's laws, Disaster is inevitable. On one side are conservatives who lean towards America's founding fathers and the Judeo-Christian principle she was founded upon. On the other hand are progressives who, like Nebuchadnezzar, don't believe that God has anything to do with their blessings. They don't want God, the Ten Commandments. They don't want prayer in school or in government. In fact, they even want to monitor your speech so that your opinions or even the mention of God is not spoken in public places. However, this battle is not a coincidence. Scripture prophesied this would happen in Babylon the Great. The same demonic Babylonian spirits who convinced Nebuchadnezzar to cast three Hebrew boys into a burning, fiery furnace invade the culture of Babylon the Great and fight against the Judeo-Christian protocol. The battle is real, and so is the Bible that prophesied that these demon gods would return in the latter days. Isaiah said, Sit thou silence and get thee into darkness, Babylon. Now, he was not talking about something or somebody turning off the lights. He was referencing a spiritual condition that would come upon Babylon's people. A spiritual condition. That history has seen happen time and time again as God systematically removes kings and setteth up kings. Now Isaiah 47 lists several ancient Babylonian religions that will be found in Babylon the great of the last days. Isaiah speaks of enchantments, sorceries. He talks of counselors or government and astrologers, stargazers, monthly prognosticators, none will be able to save her from what's going to come upon her. And according to the Bible dictionary, enchantments in this verse would include cultic paraphernalia, Ouija boards, tarot cards, calling up familiar spirits, mediums, fortune-telling, witchcraft, all of which were forbidden for the children of Israel to practice, yet originated in ancient Babylon. Now, Hollywood and the movie and television industry have made all these practices widely accepted and even encouraged in our culture. You know, there's a spirit that hovers over Hollywood, and I'll give you a hint, it's not the Holy Spirit. Oddly enough, there are even TV series today stimulating the myth of lycanthropy, where men and women literally transformed their bodies into animals. Nebuchadnezzar suffered from this mental illness, and it was considered his judgment for not acknowledging God and giving him thanks for the financial blessings that he had. Now today, those Babylonian religious practices provide entertainment for a vast number of viewers within North America. We also have the phenomenon of people thinking that they're uh, animal-spirited. These people believe that they have spirits of animals and they act out those fantasies as an animal. Sorcery, in the Greek, is the word pharmakia. This is where we get the word pharmacy from, which includes using drugs, for altered states of mind. Now, Latter-day Babylon the Great is a drug-induced nation. Daily Science magazine said that American drug overdose death rates are the highest among wealthy nations. A new study found that the United States has the highest drug overdose death rates among a set of high-income countries. The study found that drug overdose death rates in the United States are three and a half times higher on average when compared to 17 other high-income countries. The study is the first to demonstrate that the drug overdose epidemic is contributing to the widening gap in life expectancy between the United States and other high-income countries. Now, in the covenant, God gave Moses with Israel. He specifically warned them there shall be not to be found among you anyone who burns his son or his daughter as an offering or anyone who practice divination, fortune-telling, sorcery, is a charmer or a medium or is an acromancer or one who inquires of the dead. For whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord. Now the results of this darkness or lack of understanding has drastic effects on Babylon's society as showcased within her moral lifestyle, Romans chapter one, Paul describes the effects of darkness. He says that it leads to unrighteousness. He says, for the invisible things of God from the creation of the world are clearly clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead. for when they knew God, they glorified him not, neither were thankful but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish hearts were darkened. Here we see the word darkened is scotizo. It means being unable to understand truth. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind, a society that has no moral compass as far as scripture is concerned. Good becomes evil, evil becomes good. This describes a society that has a total disregard for God's moral protocol. Romans 1 lists they're filled with unrighteousness, fornication, covenant breakers, haters of God, and without natural affection, who knowing the judgment of God, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Today in America, we're seeing some of the most radical changes in morals, culture, and the society as a whole. Is it possible that we're being invaded by the same Babylonian spirits that wreaked havoc in ancient Babylon before she was judged? You know, in previous lessons, we pinpointed 10 descriptions of Babylon the Great that the United States of America meets. For any of you that have missed those talking points from previous programs, Let's do a quick review. Who is Babylon the Great? She's a providential nation. She's the seventh of eight providential nations. She will appear immediately before the New World Order. She's globally symbolized as a woman. She's wealthy beyond any other nation. She trades with the merchants of the world. She trades over 27 products. She makes the merchants of the earth rich. She creates a military, allowing her to sit or rule over other nations, multitudes, tongues, and peoples before the New World Order comes into power. She's scientifically and technically advanced. From before the break, we've added several more descriptions of Babylon. She falls from her spiritual favor with God, just like Nebuchadnezzar did in 600 B.C., She's literally given over to darkness, just as Nebuchadnezzar was driven out of his mind and suffered mental illness in historical Babylon. She begins practicing the same pagan religions as historical Babylon. She has Babylonian enchantments. She has necromancy or medium speaking to the dead. She has stargazers and monthly prognosticators. She has witchcraft, which includes Satan worship. She's drug in, She's a drug-induced nation with pharmakia and sorcery. So we now have 18 descriptions of Babylon the Great, and America so far meets every description. So at this point, I would like to emphasize the age-old fable of Rome, located 70 miles inland, does not fulfill any biblical description of commercial Babylon the Great. The multiple time sequences we have given prove that Babylon rises up before the new world order comes into power. The speculation that someday the Antichrist may build Babylon and rule from there is nowhere confirmed in scripture. The Antichrist does not build Babylon. It is God who raises up kings and deposes kings. Now finally, the classical statement that is America is nowhere to be found in scripture, resonates what Jesus said concerning the academic elite or so-called experts of his day. Their interpretation of scripture made no sense whatsoever because it was based on academic traditions and not on current reality. You know, a university degree from a man does not qualify you to discern spiritual truths. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. You know, there is no nation in history with the providential rise, the wealth, the time sequences fulfilled, or the military global dominance describing Babylon as the United States of America the ancient prophets in scripture have already decreed and declared the signs to look for in Babylon's description. Any self-proclaimed prophet today who declares and decrees opposing views in this book is merely denying and defying what God has already spoken through his prophets. For he has spoken it, He'll also bring it to pass. He's purposed it, and he will also do it. You know, the Bible states that the bride of Christ will not be swayed by traditional teaching, which cannot identify Babylon, but instead will keep God's word and the Holy Spirit will speak directly to her based on scripture. Babylon's root word, Babel, means confusion. The Bible says in the latter days, the wise will understand, but the wicked will not. So when it comes to identifying Babylon within scripture, if it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, if it waddles like a duck, folks, it's a duck. The Holy Spirit will speak directly to you if you just take time to study this book. The mystery of Babylon the Great is no longer a mystery to those who have studied our research. Paul said to cast down every high-minded thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God so that you might receive revelation knowledge and have the mind of Christ. Isaiah described Babylon as a lady of kingdoms, but perhaps the most telling sign of her fall into moral depravity is found in Revelation 17:2. The angel said, Come hither, and I will show you the judgment of the great prostitute that sitteth upon the water, whom the kings of this earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. The city on a hill, who was once called the Lady of Kingdoms, is now called a prostitute and the distributor of fornication. Obviously, this is describing her in her fallen state. How could a nation founded on a covenant with God that instigated the Bible in her education system, placed Judeo-Christian laws into her judicial system, and even the statue of Moses holding the Ten Commandments on public display at the Supreme Court now be called a prostitute and a peddler of fornication throughout the world? You know, since 1962, secular humanists have taken the Bible out of school and the education system. Our government and our Judeo-Christian moral values have been taken out of our society. We've taught grade school children they come from monkeys and wonder why they grow up and act like animals. You know, Nebuchadnezzar, he was given over to the same delusions for a period of seven years. So folks, I urge you to study our research and wake up America we are babylon you know the word prostitute is pornea in greek and it's where we get the word pornography from and currently today hollywood's the number one producer of pornographic films on earth producing a pornographic movie every 37 minutes 24 hours a day seven days a week the movie sound of freedom recently reported that the usa is one of the top nations for human trafficking of children for the sexual pleasure of adults. The $150 billion industry is the exact opposite of what God raised America up to become. These signs are harbingers of what the seven-year tribulation period will look like under the New World Order beast system. We at Prophecy USA have not called Babylon the Great a prostitute. Ancient scripture has. And this brings us to the 19th description that America has fulfilled. She has become the world's producer of pornography and has merchandised it and is now promoting it through her government policies to the seven continents of the earth. However, how no matter how bad it seems, scripture tells us that believers' voice of victory within Babylon are to raise up a shout against her. Babylon has fallen. But God still has tremendous victory in store for those who call upon his name. So if you're a believer in covenant with Christ, don't be alarmed. I assure you, something good is about to happen to you. You do not want to miss next week's broadcast. My name is Rick Pearson. This is Prophecy USA. And I'm reminding you, Jesus is alive and he's coming back much sooner than many people think. See you next week on Prophecy USA.